not the tools you have faith in. Tools are just tools. They work or they don't work. It's the people you have faith in or not. Steve Jobs. This week we're going to be talking about the the law of empowerment. My name is Tony Henley. I'm your host for Tony Henley Ministries Podcast. Podcast is dedicated to equipping believers to be leaders. So we're going to be talking about, we've been going over John Maxwell's uh, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Today we're going to be going over uh, number 12, which is the law of empowerment. Uh, this law states that only secure leaders give power to others. In other words, it means that secure leaders spend their time identifying leaders, building them up, giving them resources, authority, and responsibility, and then turning them loose to achieve. Insecure leaders, on the other hand, spend their time being suspicious of those around them and do everything they can to undermine people's potential and growth. So the law of empowerment as leaders... You know, the idea is not to duplicate um, followers. We're wanting to raise up leaders. And we believe that believers are all, all believers are called to be leaders. In other words, all believers are called to influence others. And, you know, it could be, um, you know, I like how Miles Monroe puts it is, is we influence through our gifting. Uh, Being a leader doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lead an organization in the sense of a CEO or CFO or or be a senior pastor, but we all have a sphere of influence. And so when we talk about the law of empowerment, as he says here, you know, only secure leaders give power to others. You know, insecurity is one of the ugliest things that, ugliest traits that leaders possess. I've dealt with this over and over, especially in the church world, <clears throat> to where leaders are insecure. They don't want to release other people to um, achieve the things that God's put in their heart, or to achieve great things. Um, Insecurity will always uh, hold back the organization, especially, remember, uh, you know, leadership rises and falls if, uh, you know, it falls on the leader. In other words, if a leader is secure, his people are going to be secure around him. And so if a leader wants to empower others, first he has to identify the leader. You know, identify potential leaders and then begin to build them up. And how do we build them up? We train them. We encourage them. We work with them. We give them tools. And then we give them authority. And how do we do authority? We, we come in and we say, hey, listen, this person is going to run this program or this person is going to take this, um, you know, uh, initiative, uh, the lead on this. And then we also give them responsibility as well. And then we turn them loose to achieve it, you know. For me, uh, as an uh, um, employee for companies, as a leader in the military, I always function best is when my leader would say, listen, we're going to give you all the tools to succeed. We're going to train you. We're going to empower you. We're going to give you authority. And then we're just going to let you go do it. You know, we're not going to micromanage you. We're not going to... Um, now, that doesn't mean that they don't oversee what I'm doing, but we're, we're going to allow you to grow and be you know, thrive in whatever you're called to do. And then he talks about insecure leaders, on the other hand, you know, they spend their time suspicious of those around them. You know, usually an insecure leader is someone that has a, um, they view leadership as a position. In other words, they, they, ha- they have a position that they believe that's made them a leader. The reality is that somebody else is leading because their insecurity alienates them from the people that are going to help them achieve what God's put in their heart. 
So then former U.S. Uh, President Theodore Roosevelt said this. He said, the best executive is the one who has sense enough to pick good men to do what he wants done and the self-restraint enough to keep from meddling with them while they do it. Maxwell says this because to keep others down, you have to go down with them. And when you do, and when you do that, you lose any power to lift others up. You know, I like that. He said, you know, when you think about Roosevelt, he said, hey, we pick good men and we then we have the sense enough to back off and let them do whatever we've picked them to do. Maxwell says this, the truth is that empowerment is powerful, not only for the person being developed, but also for the mentor. Enlarging others makes you larger. Oh, I love that. You know, that's, that's the thing is we, a lot of times people are, uh, they're jockeying for positions. They're, you know, when they're insecure, they're, they believe that, you know, these people want to take my position. You know, I used to work for a company years ago. We used to have to set goals every, every year in the beginning of the year. And uh, one of them was, especially if you were in management, was to recreate yourself in somebody else. In other words, to replace your job. So if you were gone tomorrow, who was going to take your job? You know, that's one of the things we see a lot, especially in ministry, is the succession plan is not in place. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of teaching last night in a Bible college, and we were teaching on First Timothy and Second Timothy. And what I like about both letters is here's an older apostle in Paul that is imparting to a young associate named Timothy. And he's not only correcting him, you know, sometimes people get so involved in this, uh, you know, I'm a leader, I just got to correct, correct, correct people. But he encouraged Timothy. He talked to Timothy about, you know, you know, stirring up the gift that's within him. Don't let people despise your youth. But then he also gave him direction in the sense that, hey, don't get entangled in foolish uh, things. They're going to discredit you. And I like what he says, too. He talks about, and I'm paraphrasing, he said that, you know, don't let people despise your youth because you're going to be an example to them. Be an example of holiness. Be an example of purity. Be an example of leadership. And that's what law empowerment is, is we, we want to be able to be like Paul and pass the baton to a young man or a young woman to take over whenever we're gone. And you know what? But they have to be equipped to do that. We have to empower them. And it doesn't start with a, a, a you know, hey, you're going to be number two in this company. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a big trap as well. I used to get so turned off as a minister when I would be begin to work for a church or maybe I was just attending and um, the pastor was so desperate for help. He would say, you know, hey, um, you know, one day I'm going to be gone and, you know, I want to, I need somebody to help me and, you know, I'll give you this position and this title and um, then, you know, we're going to, you know, and they would dangle this carrot. And um, for me, that was always a turnoff because I, I, um, I just, it just turned me off. I, I didn't function in that kind. And a lot of times that's what happens is leaders are, um, they're so desperate for help that they begin to dangle a carrot that, hey, if you do this. And then what happens is is over time, the expectations are never met. It's like telling people, you know, that you're, you know, revival's coming tomorrow. And if it doesn't come tomorrow, well, it'll be here the next day. And it doesn't come the next day. And it doesn't come the next day. And people's expectations begin to be like, man, it's, you know, it's the same old, same old. This guy says it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. And it's the same with empowering people. A lot of times, and, and even too, I want to say this in a side note too, I remember working for a church 
for a number of years, and the pastor had uh, been the main leader in that church for um, its inception. And uh, the idea was, hey, I'm going to hire somebody to kind of take a load off me. But the senior pastor was such a micromanager that there was never, um, I was never empowered to do anything. I was never given the authority or the, uh, you know, being, you know, was never turned loose to, you know, achieve anything. Because it was always, uh, anytime you presented something, there was always a negative. And you want people that are going to lift you up. You want people that you can bring up with you in leadership. In other words, you want to encourage them to succeed. And if I think if leaders could just realize that if your people succeed, you succeed. So the law of empowerment is something that we need to um, um, be able to use to empower others. Um, you know, empower, I like what Maxwell said that, you know, when we enlarge others, it makes us larger. Uh, to take advantage of this law in our lives, we must come to an understand that as we develop the leaders around us, we not only inadvertently raise our own value as a leader, but our organizations are benefited in the process as well. And that's the goal. We want our, our organizations to benefit. When you're empowering, you know, a lot of times when you empower somebody to uh, run a ministry or to uh, work a job, it frees you up to do other things and grow yourself. Um, David Oglevy said this. He said, if each of us hires people who are smaller than we are, we shall be a company of dwarves. But if each of us hires people who are bigger than we are, we shall become a company of giants. And I believe that, you know, as believers, we want to be that company of giants. How do we become that? We, we get people that are bigger than us around us. Um, a lot of times we see people that will hire people like themselves. They look like them. They talk like them. Um, they even dress like them sometimes. And the reality is, is we need to put people around us that, that think big. They help us think big. I, I always used to love, I love going to, uh, I'm in a, I'm on a board for a church that was planted about 20 years ago. And um, when, when we meet, there's, there's a, a senior pastor that comes. There's a, a pastor and his wife. There's, we had a banker at the beginning and, um, different people and they all bring this different perspective because they're seeing things different than I see them. And, oh man, it's so enlightening to me. It's so empowering. Um, and that's what we want to do as leaders. We want to empower. We want to lift people to a level. Again, this is Tony Henley Ministries, um, podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I'm honored that you would take that time. Um, if you want more information about our ministry, you can go to TonyHenley.org. TonyHenley.org, uh, and you can get more information. There's other free resources there. Um, give us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening today. Um, also, you can go to our Anchor um, page as well. If um, you would like to um, advertise or sponsor, you can email us. If you'd like to donate, you're more than welcome to do that. We are a 501c3. Uh, always remember, God's not mad at you, but He's mad about you.